This is Cleveland Stage Door. Please welcome our hosts, Jimmy D and Stacy. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It is Cleveland Stage Door. My name is Jimmy. That is Stacy. We have Hello. a special guest today. Stacy, who are we talking to today? We have the one and only, the wonderful Colleen Sexton. She is currently playing Heidi Hansen in Dear Evan Hansen, which is coming to the Connor Palace May 16th through the 21st as part of the Huntington Bay featured performance series. Colleen, welcome to Cleveland Stage Door. Oh, it's so exciting. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, personally, I love Dear Evan Hansen as a show. I think that it brings up so many real and, and raw emotions and so many fabulous songs. And I know we're going to definitely talk about that, but can we start with just a little tidbit from uh, your bio here? You start in Broadway as Lucy in Jekyll and Hyde, correct? I did. Yeah. Oh my ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I experience. It was, it was amazing. You know, I was a, a diehard Linda Etter fan. I, I was listening to the Jekyll and Hyde soundtracks since I was like 14 years old and, you know, just was a, a, such a fan of hers. And um, I actually uh, had seen the show. I think I was, you know, I was 19. I had gone to see the show with my boyfriend at the time and we waited and you know, I, I had seen it like three, four times. <laughs> and I remember being at the stage door and, you know, meeting her and just being like, I'm such a fan. I didn't really know what to say to her. And she's like, oh, are you a singer too? I was like, I'm trying to be, you know, I had just come home from doing a gig in Germany um, and, uh, was, you know, kind of figuring out what I was going to be doing, you know, at 19, because I didn't go to college. And, um, and, and, you know, two months later, I ended up getting an audition for Jekyll and Hyde to understudy Linda Etter. And I was like, yeah, right. Like that's going to happen, you know, because I, I was like, there's just no way. So I went in like not nervous at all and ended up, long story short, booking it. And then when they brought me back to meet the entire cast, who was couldn't have been sweeter uh, uh, company, they were just the best people ever. Uh, the last person they, they introduced me to was Linda. And she looked at me like, you look really familiar. Did we just meet? And I'm like, yeah, we met about two months ago. Hi, I'm your other city. You know, kind of like, <laughs> it was just such a surreal moment. And she was so welcoming and so wonderful. And, um, you know, that experience really taught me, um, and especially her, she taught me how to be, she was the most humble, you know, she, you think of her as this star and this, and she is, and she's amazing, but she's also the most humble, generous, kind. Um, she's so good to her fans. And I learned from her to like, you know, it's all about the cast and it's about, she was just, it was just an amazing experience. And then about a year and a half later, I was, you know, I was understudying Linda and, and Christiane Noll, uh, and then the five women in the show. So I was a swing. So I covered seven tracks. Oh my gosh. And about, yeah. <laughs> and then about a year and a half later, um, I took over after Luba Mason played Lucy and, uh, was got to play it for the year till it closed, which was, um, amazing. Cause then David Hasselhoff came in at the end and, um, you know, he wanted to make a, a recording of it. Yeah. So I just happened to be playing Lucy while he made the recording. And it's just kind of cool that it's, you know, it's, I have that recording now forever. That's yeah, really neat. Well, I can say like, as a fan, uh, <laughs> I have watched your recording of Jekyll and Hyde so many times. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I was so excited to hear that you're, you were coming on our show because I am a legitimate fan of your work. I appreciate um, that. 
<laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop fangirling over you and get back to the interview. But I really am. Uh, if for those of you out there that are listening and, and watching this, if you have not watched that, I suggest that you do. Um, it's just a, a wonderful representation of that show. But you went from that show and working with David Hasselhoff and and recording. I see you were also in Wicked and Legally Blonde and Chicago and just just so many giant hard hitting musicals. What has been your favorite one to be a part of with Dear Evan Hansen excluded, of course, because I'm sure that that's the I was going to say that's probably up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Heidi Hansen. I mean, it's a dream role. I, I, I'm so blessed and honored to be playing this part. It's um, it's touching lives and it's, you know, but, um, you know, I have to say, uh, obviously, Alphabet was, a, you know, I, I was I stood by for a year. So but I went on a, a lot and um, that role is just one of the most exciting roles I've ever gotten to play. But I have to say, Lucy in Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, it's my first, um, it's my only actual like on Broadway show. I haven't been on act, the actual Broadway stage since then. All the, mm -hmm. like, so Chicago, Wicked, Legally Blonde, they were all the, na the first national tours. Um, so, and, and Legally Blonde was awesome too. You know, I got to, I was, you know, I wish I could be in shape like that now. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You know, yeah, I had to stay fit with that jump rope. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, I've been pretty blessed and Chicago was great too, because, you know, um, growing up, I started in dance, you know, I, I started dance class late. My mom got me started late. because I tried everything else before dance. I tried flute. I tried soccer. I wasn't good at any of it. Yeah. And finally, you know, eight years old, she's like, what about dance class? And so I started in dance. One of my first shows I ever got, um, was, um, that I landed was Paper Mill Playhouse. When I was 15, I got singing in the rain. Oh. And it was, so I was in the ensemble dancing. And, and, and so when I ended up getting Chicago, um, I think it was like 2004, I remember thinking to myself, wow, like, okay, like I'm still, I still, I still can dance. I was a little bit klutzy in the show. And <laughs> I was like, really? I just booked Chicago. And, um, but it was really an amazing experience to be around such talented phenomenal dancers and learn from them and um, just to try something different than, you know, the singing. Cause I consider myself now, you know, um, a singer actress and, um, but yeah, you know, to go back to what your original question was, as I, I have to say Lucy, because it was my first um, big, big show and those songs and, and just um, the cast, it was such, and I still, to this day, I have, I have people, um, a couple members of the company that when I started, I was so young mm -hmm. that they, they came up with the name Little Chicken. And to this day, they still call me Little Chicken. <laughs> I love though, that. No, I'm not really a spring chicken anymore. You know, it's just kind of, <laughs> kind of cute that they still consider me, they still call me chicken, not call Right. Me. I know there are so many uh, people that start so early. I think it's hilarious that you said you started late at eight years old. Yeah. Um, but that, I mean, that is kind of the the expectation of the theater is that you've got kids that are like oh I've been on Broadway 17 times and they're not even 10 years old yet yeah. and then uh people like yourself who I still think eight is funny to say that it's late but who started well, a yeah, but I, mean, I just met like eight in so like in just dance class I just started in dance class when I was eight. So oh, like, so when did you start, start with three and four and so like I started I can, what I consider for a kid to start a dance class late in it as eight, you know what I mean? When, but because I tried so many other things before dance, you know, <laughs> and I 
did not succeed. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about Dear Evan Hansen specifically, because of course Heidi Hansen is a, just, it's such a, a meaty role and there's so much to sink your teeth into. How do you approach something like that, that has such a distinct bond between a mother and her son and all of your feelings, all of, all of his feelings. I mean, it's really, it's, it's huge. Yeah, it really is. I mean, if you, when you look at the show in general, it's such a real, like, I mean, quote unquote, real show. There's so many people in the audience that can relate to every single one of these characters. Um, Heidi, you know, is the single mom who is just trying to relate to her son. And um, it's, you know, it took a lot for me because, you know, I started out in the show as um, an understudy for both of the moms. Mm -hmm. And I was with that for a while. And then it was in June of last year that I ended up um, moving up to the part. And when I got to rehearse with Michael, Michael Greif, who's, you know, brilliant, uh, our brilliant director, you know, he finds these little things and these ways to get things out of you that it's, it's, it's just such so well written and there's not, you just have to like take on the script and really just read the word. Like it's, 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 it's so well written and the, and the, the ellipses and the, um, the words and the ums, and it just comes so naturally. Um, but I, I, you know, working with Anthony has been wonderful, uh, as my son and, you know, I get to work with a bunch of the different Evans too, and they go on and they all have their, their different takes. It's just, you know, as, as an actress, you just want to listen um, and really respond to these amazing, you know, perfectly written, uh, this perfectly written show. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 you know, and then the songs, I mean, you can't beat this music. It's, uh, you know, an amazing score. Um, the, the, the song at the end where she, you know, really relates and, and talks to her son about, you know, how I'm always going to be here no matter what. It's a pretty emotional song. And I remember when I first started, <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to get through this? Like when I first yeah. started singing it, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to sing this song. Cause it's so, I don't amazing. think I could do it without crying my, my face off. Cause yeah, in the audience, I've got well, tears rolling down. I can only imagine what it's like to be on yeah. stage doing that in front of a, a whole theater full of people. How do you keep the emotion out and also in? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I do. It's funny there, you know, you do have nights where sometimes the emotion, like the emotion's always there, but sometimes it's really there. And I have to like, you know, I, I'm either like sobbing or, you know, um, it's it. You, and you hear the audience too, you know, it's definitely a touching moment in the show period. Um, it's hard not for the audience to get emotional. Um, but uh, it's, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a tough one. I, I struggled for, for quite some time when I first started with the show to get through the song without like, cause you know, you have to be able to sing it too. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's so such a, it's so, again, a brilliantly written song and the lyrics are so simple and beautiful and meaningful and um, yeah, this show is just, it's really, it's really been an amazing experience. Like my, my journey with the show and then this role. Um, and I couldn't be more grateful to be a part of it. It's been, you know, and we're, we're almost going to be done. It's going to be a very emotional day that day. <laughs> um, we're, we're coming to it. We're coming to an, an end with the tour and it's going to be, I've been with it since the beginning. So it's going to be an emotional, emotional moment. That's for sure. Oh, that's 
that's one of those moments that like you can't think about it. <laughs> no. Nope. nope, not yet. We still not got yet. time. <laughs> so I know that obviously is one of the more poignant scenes in the show, but what are some of your favorite memories of the show? Because one of my favorite things, no, I've never been at a cast of this caliber. I've been at like community theaters and I know yeah. you get a bunch of people backstage peeking through the curtain to watch whatever that scene is that everybody loves. When you're not on stage, what's that scene that you're peeking through the curtains watching your co-stars? Well, one of my favorites, I, the thing about Dear Evan Hansen is obviously it's a very dramatic, emotional show that, you know, tears, your, tears at your heartstrings. But I love the comic relief. I love Jared. I love Sincerely Me. I actually sometimes when I'm backstage do a little tap routine to it. <laughs> I'll make up little tap steps because I was a tap tapper in my day. But I love Sincerely Me. It's just so fun and uplifting. And you need that, that comic relief in the show or it's just going to be too sad. Um, so definitely that's probably my... Um, but also, I, you know, I don't come out on stage until um, at the end of Act One, the song um you <clears throat> excuse me you will you will be found is you know that song is just so touching and i don't come on until the very very end so like it's one of my favorites it's it just has a mean the meaning in it there's a there's a lyric in the show you are not alone and it's repeated constantly and it's just such an amazing message for everyone for kids of today for parents of you know like this show i really believe that you know every family that has teenage children, families with kids should come see it. I remember the other night I was standing on stage and there was a father with his eyes just welling at the end, like when we were bowing and his arm was like holding on to his son. So I can like talk to him and get emotional. His arm was like on, like holding his son so tightly. And it was just, and to just know, I know I'm getting off on different tangents here of different, no, but please. it was such a touching moment to see that and to see to be able to touch families like that, you know, it's, wow, I really didn't expect to get this emotional talking about it. Um, well, it, it it's it, such it, a, a moving moment, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the whole, from start to finish in this show, you know, it, it's, it's, it's the lie that should have never been a lie. You know, yeah. it, it was the letter that should never have been read by anybody. It was, the the beginning of the show it's like the cat's out of the bag and now what yeah, and i it's think snowballs out of control and then the connection he wants with the family that he's not getting from his mom and how the the lot that you know and then the him not telling his mom anything and then the you know it's 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 really a show about connection you know and and communicating and knowing that you to be able to talk things out and not just be on social media all the time because social media is great for certain things and it's bad for others. You know, we have that balance of, um, but definitely communicating and, and, and connection is what I think the, the heart of Dear Evan Hansen is. Yeah, absolutely. Now with that being said, I know one of the favorite things is the connection that happens on stage that is so wonderfully well-written, but also the connection that happens backstage from the crew to the cast to, uh, okay. you know, the people who are dressing you in, in the wings to making sure that your hair looks perfect to the guys in the light booth, to everything. What is one of those backstage connection <laughs> moments that is happening? I, I could tell you've got a story right up. <laughs> so I'm very, very close with our hair, our wig, our wig um, person, our, our stylist. And 
she's one of my very dear friends. And after so big, so small, which is always an emotion, you know, you come off that and you're crying and it's a very, you know, sometimes I'm even, as I said before, more emotional than other nights. And, you know, um, if something triggers like some personal thing I can connect to with that. So I'll come off stage anyway, and I'll go to the dressing room to change for the last scene. And she just, she has a dirty joke for me every time. <laughs> like, and it, and it, and they're always really good. So it always gets me into that, you know, uh, get me out of my, my emotional state and like, you know, makes me laugh. And, um, yeah. And, you know, we have an amazing crew. I mean, our, you can't beat our crew. So just to, to communicate with all them backstage and, um, I'm trying to think of what other, you know, uh, we're just all pretty tight. It's a, it's a, it's a great, it's a great, very talented, very kind group of people that uh, we I get to work with every day. So what would you say? I'm all, I'm going to bring my funniness here now. Okay. Uh, what would you say is like the most embarrassing part, like most embarrassing thing that happened to you so far on tour? Like has anything like stood out? Has oh yeah. Like, I have one, I have a story. So when I was doing, oh my gosh, when I was doing Cynthia one day, I was, I was, I was, when I was the understudy, I went on for Cynthia and there's a scene at the end of act one where she's giving Connor's tie to Evan for his speech that he doesn't know he's about to do at the end of act one. And it's, a, it is, it is one of the most tender emotional moments. And I walk on stage and I wear these little Tory Burch flats. <laughs> and as I'm walking out to, I have to, I have, I, I come up and I, I put the sweater on and I run onto the disc that's going to move onto the stage. It's a very, it's kind of a quick little change. Well, I lost my shoe and I have a bare foot underneath it. So <laughs> I remember going to the disc, one of our stage managers throwing the shoe onto the disc. So it's just sitting on the disc. <laughs> and Stephen Christopher Anthony was playing Evan at the time. And I didn't have time to lean down and put it on. So I'm literally standing there and he looks down and we almost lost it. Like we were like, we can't cry. We, I mean, we can't laugh right now. This is, yes. this is not a place where we can laugh. So I just stood there with one bare foot and then did the whole scene and I kept my stuff together. And then as I, at the la my last line is think about it as I hand him the tie and I just mostly walk off stage and I said, think about it, sat on the bed, put my shoe on. And walked off. It was you had to be there. It was, and then you had everybody in the wings, just dying laughing because I got the shoe and I put it. It was, it was, it was kind of a mess, <laughs> but very funny. <laughs> live theater. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. The beauty, the beauty of live theater. I mean, and there's also moments where you know you kind of go up. You, you. It's funny. You do the lines every night, right? Mm -hmm. And there's sometimes that you just, you just blank, and you have to kind of improv, you know, improvise and, uh, mm -hmm. um, but doesn't happen often, but when it does, it, it can be kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So with all of, all of the touring, all of the traveling, all of the, the shows that you've done, I'm sure you've been to Cleveland before, right? Yes. We were actually came to Cleveland, um, <clears throat> with this tour. Um, and I'm trying to think, I don't think before that I came through Cleveland. It's so hard to remember. I think that was my first time. And it's shocking because, um, you know, my father who passed away when I was very young was born in Cleveland. 
So I kind of feel like I have a kind of a, a connection to Cleveland mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and because of my dad being such a diehard Browns fan, I have, I am a Browns fan. Oh, so of course. I, as you, you know, should there you be. Go. As you should be. <laughs> oh, I'm for the Browns big time. So, um, uh, and my, also my brother, Joe also is a, you know, he's followed my, my dad's footsteps and he's a huge fan. When we, what was that a couple years ago? We came so close so close to getting to the Super Bowl. I was like, no, you know, I don't oh. know if it's ever going to happen for us. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. It, yeah, it, it will. It, have faith, have faith, Stacey. It's fun <laughs> to think about. <laughs> but um, So aside from like catching a Browns game, is there anything that you are, you are, every time I'm in Cleveland, I have to do this. I have to eat here. I have to go there. So here's, here's, here's what's interesting. I'm going to have to have you give me suggestions because the last time I was in Cleveland, that was when I decided to start the Whole30 diet. And I don't know why, but I had to cook all my meals. So I really didn't get to really experience Cleveland, which I'm going to do when I go there next. And I need all the recommendations because, you know, when you do the Whole30, it's very specific and very, so I literally had a kitchen and I cooked, we were there for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you no, know, and I, I got I you. Don't so worry. Oh, I want all the subject because I'm going to go to every restaurant since I didn't get to go to any last time. After this, <laughs> I'll send you a list. Don't oh, you I can't, worry. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going to enjoy every restaurant you you, you Bar- mentioned. <laughs> Barrio is definitely the top of that list. Okay. Yeah. Right what is it called? Sh- Barrio. Barrio? Yeah, Barrio. it's a me- Mexican restaurant. It's Great. right down the street from, uh, from Connor Palace. It's so good. Oh, I love it. Awesome. <laughs> so you were so- here in 2018. For, yes. for three weeks now three. you're here for five days <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. So, a lot of these la- we have a bunch of till we finish we have a lot of one weekers which you know can get can get ho- can get tough because you're traveling on your day off like when we were there for three weeks we'd have our mondays off and just kind of be able to relax and then go back to work tuesday so when you're traveling monday it's kind of like you don't have much, a lot of a, much of a day off Mm-hmm. Um, which can, can be tiring, but you know, you get used to it, I guess. Um, how do you prepare so. yourself to, for eight shows back to back like that? Oh. Like that's, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a big, I like, I like my sleep and I like lots of water. You know, when you change, that's the other thing about touring is it gets tough is the different climates, right? So you're going from one place that's really dry to humidity back to dryness and you need, it's like, you have to constantly hydrate and, um, you know, I, I tend to, uh, you know, you, you don't want to isolate yourself when you're on the road because that's not a good thing. But I, I try to not hang out a lot during the day with people because I don't want to, you know, I need to save my voice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every now and then I'll have coffee with certain people. But a lot of the times I like to just kind of be quiet uh, so I can save my, so to be able to do the eight shows a week, right? Because there's, there's a lot of, one of the things I had to balance when I first started playing Heidi eight shows a week was there's a lot of yelling in the show. Um, there's a lot of fights and I, you know, I, I had to be careful to not blow my voice out. So I was able to sing. So I, it got into my system finally, but it was, it was a tough balance. It was hard to find that balance of um, learning how to scream without screaming from here and using your diaphragm. And so you're able to keep it up for the whole week. Well, I have to tell you, I'm very much looking forward to sitting in the audience and seeing you uh, live and in person. And um, when are you coming? Are you? Do you know when you're going to be there yet? Or uh, um, I, I think we're coming opening night. 
Yay! So May sixteenth is usually when they bring the media out for that night. Awesome. Awesome. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I will be there multiple times, I'm sure. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah. I I I have to say on all of the shows that have come through, we've had a really uh really great batch of shows this year come through and i was the most excited for dear evan hansen oh, don't tell anyone else that i interviewed that they'll be so mad at me but i was <laughs> <the most laughs> excited for dear evan hansen um so i'm very excited to get to see you and get to see your wonderful cast and and the performance that you guys put on again for anybody that's out there listening it is at the connor palace from may 16th to the 21st as part of the huntington bake featured performance line um colleen as we're kind of wrapping up here, I just have to ask if there was one part that you could get cast in that is something you would absolutely never be cast as, what would that be? Oh, no. I was like, going to say, I have a couple plant. that I would like to be cast in, but to never be cast in. Yeah, because like I'm I'm never going to be cast as Audrey in Little Shop. Like That's it's just what I want to so do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I was just going to, and you were like, oh, that's the role. I want to do Audrey in Little Shop. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good question. Um, oh, I have to think about that one. I haven't, that's a really good question. Mm, probably anything with a really high soprano. Um, probably Maria in Sound of Music, maybe, or, <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, I do have some soprano stuff, but I'm more of a mezzo-soprano. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my goodness that is a great question okay i'm too old now but i would have loved to have played gypsy rose lee at one point that's that's a role oh, I no that's a great one because i think i'm a little too well um, i feel like maybe an- another few years down the road you might be mama rose that's yeah. really you know so that point. yeah exactly yeah, a few years from now definitely no. but you might get there and yeah. and uh with your voice you'd probably crush that role so oh, thank you. <laughs> so, so one wrap-up question for me is what is the i ask every single person that tours through cleveland this what is the one piece of advice you give to new people touring like what is the one thing that you would suggest to a new you of like some i get like pack light some i get don't over like don't ever pack is the biggest one but what's the one piece of advice to you get? oh you mean so so people that are going on tour correct um yeah i you know bring out your favorite st- so we, we we travel with you know our two suitcases but we also have on the trucks a trunk so you know i have my my you know because i'll I'll go to like Airbnbs and because I like kitchens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like bring your frying pans, stuff that you can keep into your trunk, your yoga mat, your um, there's lots of like little things that you can bring that you can't have in your suitcase that you can have in your trunk that the, the company travels for you. So all the things that you think that you can't bring, you can and you can keep them, you know, in the trunk, um, you know, your coffee maker or your yoga mat. Like I think I already said yoga mat, but um and I would also say, um, you know, just it, it can get kind of, home, you can get homesick. I remember, I'm used, so used to it now because I've been doing it for so long. But I remember the first couple of times I was out, I got a little homesick um, just to keep in touch. And, you know, it's good now that you have FaceTime and you're able to communicate with people and see them. And it's a lot different than when I started when you could do and you didn't have that. Um, and also to just take care of yourself, to get a lot of sleep. Touring's hard. It's, um, 
you know, like I was saying before, the climate's changes can always mess up your voice and you just got to really get a lot of rest and, um, yeah, just take care of yourself. That's great advice. That's then speaking of climate change, uh, yesterday was 40 degrees today is 70. Wow. See, that's how our, that's how our climate is right now. Luckily (laughs) you're coming in May, so it should be pretty steady by then. We'll just have a lot of allergies, a lot of pollen (laughs) by that point. Yeah. Um, so no, I'm, anyway, I'm looking forward to it. So. It's going to be great. Uh, Colleen, thank you so much for joining us. Once again, you can see Colleen on Dearman Hansen at the at Connor Palace Theater on Playoff Square, May 16th through the 21st. Tickets are on sale now at playoffsquare.org or Colleen 216-241-6000. And I was told this morning there's uh, very little left. So I know Cleveland loves Dearman Hansen and uh, it's going to be such a great show. Uh, Colleen, thank you so much for joining us. This, this was a great conversation and oh, we you. hope to see you. Uh, it's going to yeah. be about a month from now. We'll see you in Cleveland and, uh, go Browns. Go Browns. <laughs> I know the other thing is I looked up, I mean, I am a Yankee fan. However, I, when they're not playing, I root for the, for the now guardians. Yeah. And I was looking up, I was like, Oh, maybe there's a game and that whole week. They're away. That we're yeah. there. And I was like, oh, I think they come back the next Tuesday. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So always happens. Yeah. Always happens. Well, next well, hopefully... time you're here, we'll get you tickets. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, hopefully the Cavs are still in the playoffs by the time that yeah. happens. So then, exactly. Then go from there. So Colleen, thank you so much for joining us. Thank uh, you for having me. This is the Cleveland Stage Door. We'll see you guys all next week. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. We'll see you all next week. Peace out. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you very much. Cleveland Stage Door is a podcast produced by NEO Music Scene. Check out all the happenings around Cleveland on neomusicscene.com. A Jimmy D production copyrighted 2023 by Jimmy D Productions, jimmydpro.com.